0: Hello everyone, this is Alex Malou for the IBC Amina podcast. Uh, I'm joined today by Stuart Maester. Uh, Stuart's been talking to us about strategic um, communications and the narrative, the strategic narrative. You've given a great workshop here at IBC, Amina Leadership Institute. So first of all, thank you for joining the podcast today, Stuart. Thank you very much. Tell us a little bit about your key points, your key advice that you would give to communicators looking at setting and changing their strategic narrative. So, but I have a
1: fundamental view which I think is, uh, very few people disagree with, which is that reality is a story brought to life and what we are seeking to do as communicators is help our organisation create a new reality, whether that's a change that needs to take place internally or whether that is a new reality amongst our consumers, the people we're trying to reach externally, the stakeholders, the decision makers we need to engage that we're change- somehow trying to change the world mm. through the use of communications. So getting the fundamental story right will affect the reality that we create. My role, and what I ran a workshop this morning about, was to get people thinking about the building blocks of, what, of that story, and then, of course, help them develop and craft and define and articulate that story so that everyone understands it and can be aligned behind it.
0: With that, you gave some great examples um, in the, the narrative. You know you started off with the, the Sun newspaper, which I loved as a, as a former journalist, uh, and crafting you know the elevator pitch essentially to to get audiences interested. How do we do that today? How do we get audiences to to take notice of what we're trying to say to them
1: uh, I- I also started off my workshop by saying there's nothing new under the sun, before talking about the newspaper The Sun, which for those who aren't British is a very popular tabloid British newspaper. Um, And so what I'm about to say is not new, radical or different, but not everyone does it. The first thing to say is, and you said it in the workshop, it's about them, not us. So that means... So many people start the communications with about us. Yep. What do we want to say? What do we need to get people to understand about us? The starting point of crafting a story, a narrative, is to think, firstly, most of all, about the people you're trying to reach, who exactly they are, and what they care about, what is their agenda, particularly, of course, in relation to the part of their life that you're seeking to engage them over so um if it's obviously to do with their their work or maybe the way they communicate internally what, what is their agenda around that what are the, what do they care about what are they worried about we'll get into their head first Bef- that that for me is the the number one priority before we then start thinking about what do we want to say about us and i know we talked a bit about how you at P&G do this. You know, you're spending a lot of time. Of course, you are. Big brands do this naturally. They yeah. think, what does a mother care about when we talk to them? And then we'll think about how we're going to talk to them about the diapers that they use. The same goes for internal communications, corporate communications, public affairs. Uh, exactly the same
0: rigorous process needs to take place. You also mentioned two other points which I found fascinating. One was the piece about alignment and how everybody tells you know, their own story in a, in a different way. And also as well, how companies need to really think, or communicators really need to think long and hard about what makes their organization unique and, and not essentially copy and paste from somebody else.
1: Yeah, well for let's on alignment first of all. I, I, my, the three words that I use to describe my business and what I help people do is clarity, leadership, and alignment, those three things. Clarity about the story, what we stand for, what what makes a special, different, great, how we lead internally and how we lead our marketplace, because even if you're not the biggest, you can lead your marketplace yep. in certain specific areas, what exactly are those areas, but then alignment, which you've just mentioned, aligning the leadership team, aligning the business, and actually aligning customers, so everyone's pointing in the same direction, everyone understands the same thing about the organisation. So, yeah, I think alignment is absolutely critical. And the point you were making, I was saying that in many of my workshops with leaders of organizations, and these might be the 10 people who are running the same organization, we run an exercise and you ask them the same questions and you'll get 10 often completely different answers or very different flavors of answers or different order of priority of answers. And, of course, that means people are pointing in different directions. Yeah. What we're trying to do, of course, is get them
0: pointing in the same direction. Yeah. Good. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you here in Vilnius with us. Um, you know, we we also talked briefly about you know, the basis narratives being uh, truth, um, and I did throw out the question to you about how you know truth is now you know essentially something which um, even publics don't agree on anymore. You know, have alternative facts, and you have different sides telling different views. Um, But you brought it all back to this concept of essentially talking um, within a values framework. Tell us a little bit more about this. So, I think this is really important identifying,
1: it's obviously important for an organisation or for an individual, uh, because I work with individual leaders as well as with uh, leadership teams and organisations is to identify values but make them real and not just a series of words so they've got to be grounded in what's real about the organisation and then the organisation has to be real with those values and the values need to also mean something to the people you're trying to engage now what you're refer- what we talked about which is really interesting of course is the whole concept of fake news are people uh, you know are people communicating you know some of the political developments in the world are they based on real truth or are they based on lies and the point I made was this they wouldn't land with the people they're trying to reach unless they were based on some truths that are experienced by the audience they're seeking Mm. to engage Mm. and they may be unpalatable truths for many of the people, the elites and the what we in Britain call the chattering classes, Mm. the people who are people like us if you like, who are in the professional world, who are travelling around the world and feel we're part of a global citizenship. So the Trumps of this world, you know, the Brexit uh, in Britain, a lot of the other politics that's around now, it's not that they're lying often. They are speaking truths that are the truths that others are not saying, or that mm. the, the truths as perceived by the audience mm. they're reaching, they're talking to, because of course, truth is not, unfortunately, an objective concept. So for an organizational, unless it's a fact, and if you're absolutely lying, that's a different issue, mm. but that's not always what we're talking about here. If you're an organization, from a, if you're a communicator in an organization, what does this mean? It means that identifying the truths of your organization and the truths of the people you're seeking to engage with mm. and sell to or engage with if they're politicians or whatever, are really important. Aligning those truths, for example, the whole environmental agenda, which is an important, critical agenda for us all. If if it's true that your organization is green and Mm. is genuinely green, Mm. and it's true that the people you're trying to engage with care about this, then of course that is an important element in your story. Mm. If one of those things is not true, then you need to think about that. Usually it's going to be that your audience care and you're not really green. So that, of course, becomes that we either change our story or we change the truth. So uh, it's a long answer to a simple question, but my point is it's complicated, this stuff, because we we like to think there's an objective truth, but in many of the cases we're discussing, the politically political cases, the truth, there are different versions of the truth. Mm. And understanding the, the truth as experienced by those hard to reach people is impor- as important as understanding what the truths are amongst the people who live in mm-hmm. big cities and talk to each other.
0: So get out of the echo chamber, listen to different voices, different opinions, and and use those to to essentially understand, but also inform the wider organization in terms of you know, how we are perceived.
1: Yeah, and it must, it must be, I mean, not to throw it back at you because you're kind enough to interview mm-hmm. me, but you work for P&G, for a big consumer brand. For consumer brands like that, it, you're trying to reach everyone, and there are many different experiences yeah. represented by the people you're trying to reach. Although the pictures are warm, cuddly, uh, you know, pleasant places, people are buying your products in all sorts of circumstances, and you've got complexity there in the truths mm-hmm. of the people you're trying to reach, and that's and you know that's very complex in many ways. Uh, and the same, so you're trying to find the truths that are true for mm-hmm. all of those people, whoever they yeah. are. Uh, and the same goes, as I say, if you're a communicator within an organisation, uh, are there golden threads that run through our organisation that we can pull out that are true? Even if we're talking to the guy who may be up a power line and mm. is out there, whether the executive is in an office, we've got to tie those together mm. with narrative that they all, I
0: believe, buy into and sign up to. Well, it's been the truth that we've loved your workshop we've loved having you here at Vilnius so Stuart thanks very much for attending Leadership Institute and and being on the podcast. Thank you and uh, this has been a fantastic
1: event I recommend IEBC events on the basis to other people because it's really been a serious grown-up intelligent and very interesting uh, uh, insightful event. We've loved to have you thank you.